welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Have you ever met someone who just can't stop running from life? Well, that's basically what Danny's dad is like. His father keeps moving them farther and farther north. In fact, they are now so far north, they are close to the Arctic Circle. Yeah, you heard that right. So imagine how chilly it gets up there. Danny gets it. I mean, his dad is really struggling with the death of Danny's mom, his dad's wife. And he knows it's been really difficult. But Danny is keeping his fingers crossed that they're not going to move again because Danny's actually made some good friends. One person in particular happens to be a girl that he's kind of crushing on hard. And he wants to see where this can go. One particular night, he gets dropped off a little bit away from his house where he and his dad are living because his friend is like, look, I drive all the way down to your place. I got to turn around, drive all the way back. So Danny's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You can just drop me off. No big deal, right? So Danny gets out of the car. It's cold. It's November. It's, you know, hey, we're talking about close to the Arctic Circle, so it's going to be a little chilly. And Danny's just walking along, kind of thinking about the girl and how school's going and everything, when all of a sudden he catches something big and kind of white out of the corner of his eye. And he turns around. I mean, it's deserted. He's like out in the middle of nowhere, right? And he looks around and doesn't see anything. So he starts walking, but then he hears what sounds like this really creepy low growl. And he begins to think, okay, maybe there's some wild dog, like, out. But then he catches a glimpse of it again. And it's no dog. It's big and long and fast. It isn't much more than a blur as it flashes across the road and vanishes back into the ditch on the other side. It looks 8 to 10 feet long. That can't be right. There's no way. It's running on all fours. I can tell that much but running silent as it speeds through the debris in the ditch. Not a sound. No scratch of gravel or crackling twigs. Nothing. My brain stalls on me. Stunned, I slow down and try to remember what you do when confronted by a wild animal. Make some noise, try to scare it off. Then I hear that growl again, keeping pace with me in the dark, shivering me bone deep. Just run. At top speed, I can make it home in five minutes. That's a long time on a dark road, too far from the nearest house for anyone to hear me scream. Shut up and run. I sprint against the wind, arms pumping. My sneakers chew up the gravel. I'm flying now. Raw fear makes me ignore the burning in my chest as I struggle for more oxygen. Up ahead, I can just make out the light at the end of the road, marking the turnoff for home. First line, finish line, crossing second road. I can't help looking back. My vision is blurred with tears from the frigid wind. Nothing, nothing. Maybe it's had its fun. And now, no, diving from ditch to ditch, it clears the road without even setting foot on it this time. My eyes must be messing with me. There's no way anything can move like that. If it's making any noise now, I can't tell it's past my own gasping and my shoes pounding the snowy gravel. Focus on the light, eyes on the prize. That beacon in the black grows slowly, so slowly. As I close in on it, a few more lights from home wink in and out through the trees. I just might make it. Then my foot hits a patch of ice. Bone Chiller by Graham McNamee.